the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I appreciate you sharing your noon hour with me on the Bruce Hooley Show. Spent hour number one getting the perspective of Rick Grinnell, former acting director of national intelligence for Donald Trump, on the withdrawal from Afghanistan and how it was botched at every turn. We played for you some audio from some of the Gold Star parents about Joe Biden being less than compassionate, kind, and respectful uh, on the occasion of meeting him at Andrews Air Force Base. Um, We'll update you on COVID and a strange national sports story with Columbus Ties as this hour unfolds. Uh, It gives me no pleasure to tell you that Fox News is reporting that the Taliban is going door-to-door in Kabul and throughout Afghanistan, executing people. Uh, There are uh, chilling videos online of some of that. There is a also chilling video online of a person hanging from one of the U.S. helicopters that we left behind, that the Taliban is flying over Kabul. So the kinder, gentler Taliban uh, that the Biden administration counted on and trusted is proving itself to be what it has long ago demonstrated itself to be, which is a bunch of ruthless barbarians. Uh, There is, however, some good news on the uh, return from Afghanistan front. Uh, A military chaplain who graduated from Watterson High School, uh, Father Dan Swartz, has reportedly made it safely out of Kabul. Uh, He was in the midst of the terrorist attack last Thursday, a chaplain who ministered to 10 of the U.S. service members killed there. Uh, He is a priest in the Roman Catholic Diocese of Columbus. And Frank LaRose, uh, Secretary of State, had tweeted about keeping him in his prayers. Uh, He was deployed out of California. A Facebook message um, says that Swartz is unable to speak to media members now. The quote, out of respect to the families and my men who are still mourning, I will have to respectfully decline until such a time as is appropriate. Um... He says, I knew these. I knew each of these men and had the honor of serving them all as their chaplain. The sacrifice, their sacrifice was offered in the midst of trying to help people escape a dangerous and desperate situation. Uh, yeah, never forget those pictures of Afghan women handing their babies to U.S. Marines. Handing their babies to U.S. Marines because that uniform signifies hope and freedom and liberty and all things that those women knew they were not going to have if the Taliban came back into control of the country. And I can't imagine a mother giving her child up. And the only way she would do that is from the selfless act of knowing that she's giving her up on the hope of a better life. And that is what America most definitely offers, even as flawed and as unappreciative as we are 
I say we collectively, not we specifically, of that life right now. Um, ABC News Ipsos poll, 84%, 84% of Americans believe that, and this was taken after the Marines died last Thursday, 84% of Americans believe troops should have stayed in Afghanistan until all Americans were out. So Joe Biden is against 84% of Americans on that. 71% of Americans said that troops should stay behind until all Afghans who helped American soldiers are out. This is consistent along party lines. 86% of Democrats say stay till all Americans are out. 87% of Republicans, 86% of Independents. As far as the Afghan refugees who helped us, 72% of Dems say stay there till you get them all out. 77% of Republicans and 70% of Independents. Likewise, the view of Joe Biden's botched handling of this is pretty consistent as well. Two-thirds of Americans say the withdrawal has been handled badly. That breaks down 55% of Dems think so, 76% of Independents, 84% of Republicans. And as for a future terrorist attack on our shores, overall 67% are worried about a major terrorist attack in America, 80% of Republicans, 59% of Democrats, 65% of Independents. Those are the numbers that speak to an overwhelming sense of failure by Joe Biden and his administration. He has managed to take a thing most Americans were in agreement on, not myself, but most Americans. We need to get out of Afghanistan. And he has turned most of America against him. Now, will they disdain, disgust, and disappointment people have for this? Will it remain fresh, a wound that never heals? I don't know. We don't have much ability to focus anymore. It's been really agonizing to read the number of people online who paint this in political terms, purely political terms. Well, Trump, well, Bush, well, we never should have been there. Well, they died, but so what? Their mission was fraught with peril. Who cares? I can't imagine being that uncaring and that unfeeling. I would have criticized Donald Trump and did criticize Donald Trump for his effort to get people out. At least Donald Trump listened to his military generals. Joe Biden didn't listen to his military generals. And I don't know how much longer his military generals will have loyalty to him. Although from our comments that we elicited from Rick Grinnell, uh, he says their continued career of people like Mark Milley and other generals means more to them than being true to the people that they sacrificed, the Marines they sacrificed, the Navy corpsmen they sacrificed, the American soldier they sacrificed. That they want to continue to cash their check and shine their medals rather than stand up and do the right thing. Like one lieutenant colonel in the Marine Corps did yesterday by going on social media and saying this is wrong. That's what Jason Beardsley, the former Green Beret, told us last Friday. This is wrong. An American military personnel enlisted and no longer active duty but serving in the reserves or just retired need to rise up and say that. And some have. 
and I applaud their courage in doing so. Uh, Ohio Health is reacting to the uh, newest COVID fears. They announced yesterday that it's adjusting its visitor policy. If you've gone to an Ohio Health hospital today to visit a patient or friend, uh, you've no doubt by now found out each patient is only allowed one visitor for the duration of their stay. Well, that's better than it used to be. Patients in emergency medical practice, surgery, and outpatient infusion radiation oncology will be allowed one visitor. So kids, you can't see your dad. You can't see your mom. Wife, you can see your husband. Husband, you can see your wife. But friends, no, you can't go. So there are some exceptions. If you're a caretaker, uh, you can get in. Parents receiving end-of-life care, they may have up to three visitors at any given time. No maximum number of visitors per day. So, okay, so that's compassionate. Yeah, that's compassionate. Great. Good for you, Ohio Health. But what does that really tell you about the true, accurate risk of COVID in the hospital? What does that tell you? If this were such a pressing threat, would it matter that a person's near the end of their life and you got to go in and say your final goodbyes? No, it would not. If this were something like we envisioned it to be in the beginning, they would not let you go in and see them. They would not. Maternity patients are limited to two support persons. Why two for maternity as opposed to one for cancer? Does that make sense to anyone? No. It doesn't make sense to me. Maybe it does to you. They're making this up as they go along. It is the appearance of precaution. The appearance of precaution. Now, I've told you that this Afghanistan thing and this COVID thing are definitely connected. Because if an administration will desert and sentence to death or torture citizens of the United States behind in Afghanistan, what is to stop them from doing it to citizens here? What? An ocean guards you? Oh, we're not an ocean away. So yeah, they're never going to do it to us here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to delude myself thinking that. Maybe you are. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to prepare you. And they're coming for the kids on the vaccines. If you don't believe me, wait till you hear what the greatest of all doctors. No, not Dr. Pepper. Dr. Anthony Fauci, he's almost as good as Dr. Pepper. Wait until you hear what he had to say about vaccines and your kids. That's next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Well, I'll say this for Anthony Fauci. He's getting more bold in his fascism. Uh, He's on with Jake Tapper of CNN. Vaccines not yet approved for kids under the age of 12. And Anthony Fauci cannot wait to get all your kids jabbed. Here is what he had to say to Jake Tapper. I believe that mandating vaccines for children to appear in school is a good idea. And remember, Jake, this is not something new. We have mandates in many places in schools, particularly public schools, that if, in fact, you want a child to come in, 
We've done this for decades and decades, requiring polio, measles, mumps, rubella, hepatitis. So this would not be something new, requiring vaccinations for children to come to school. Hmm. Polio, measles, mumps, rubella. I haven't researched all of them. My strong assumption is that none of them were 99.9 plus percent survivable or survivable without dire consequences. I have a cousin who has been in a brace and on crutches and disabled as long as I've ever known her uh, with polio. She is uh, probably a decade older than I am. She's an awesome, wonderful, cheerful, joyful person. But I'm sure that her brothers and sisters after her got the polio vaccine because her parents saw the debilitating impact of that. And the polio vaccine was unfortunately not available then, I would assume, uh, at the time that she contracted that disease. Uh, Also, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci might note that it would certainly seem to me to be reasonable that some parents would have more peace with a polio, measles, mumps, or rubella vaccine given the long-term data that is available on lack of side effects from taking those vaccines. We do not have such long-term data with COVID. I did not say there will be dire side effects. I'm just saying we don't know. I understand that the scientific community would say that, well, you're story of this lady here who had this and this was a reaction and blah, 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 is anecdotal and doesn't prove anything. And I can't disagree. But what I can tell you is that people who have had the vaccine and have described side effects of the vaccine are not making a strong case for hesitant people to run right out and get the vaccine. And I've heard side effects... On Moderna, I've heard side effects on Pfizer. I've heard side effects on Johnson & Johnson. And Johnson & Johnson is different technology. It also doesn't help your case when the inventor of mRNA technology has been quoted saying, "Mm, I wouldn't take that vaccine if I were you. He invented the technology. So I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-fascism. I'm anti-you deciding for me. I'm pro-me deciding for me. And I'm pro-you deciding for you. And I'm pro you not requiring me to decide what you want me to decide or what you want the person who sits beside you in class on the bus at a restaurant or at work to do. Uh, There will be, according to Joe Ingalls of the State News Bureau, a special education meeting tonight at 6 p.m. in the Canal Winchester District. They're getting ready to mask your kids would be my assumption on that. Uh, Lebanon City Schools in Columbus has... Closed for the time being because more than 16% of its students are quarantined. Notice I did not say 16% of its students have tested positive or that 16% of its students have COVID or that 16% of its students are hospitalized or on a ventilator. But now we panic because, ah, they got a sniffle. They ain't got a sniffle. Stay home. Can't do that anymore. Can't just push through it. Uh, Athens City Schools. Closed until tomorrow, citing COVID transmission among transportation staff. So 
this madness continues. And I believe that the Biden administration would dearly love to make this the top story because the top story right now is, of course, Afghanistan, and they do not like that story because they are getting crushed by their incompetence. Now, I told you yesterday about a transparent hit piece on Senate candidate Josh Mandel, of which Haley B. Miller of the Columbus Dispatch was uh, one of the architects, along with Laura Bishop. Uh, Haley B. Miller is back today with a story headlined, and yes, I know she does not write the headline. Well, I don't know that. In the old days, reporters didn't write headlines. Now, with as dying as the newspaper industry is, it wouldn't shock me if reporters wrote headlines, at least in online stories, which this was. Here's the headline. As COVID-19 cases increase in Ohio, politicians blast vaccine mandates in favor of personal freedom. One more time on the headline. As COVID-19 cases increase in Ohio, politicians blast vaccine mandates in favor of personal freedom. I can't wait to read this story to find out who these politicians are so that I can vote for them in the future. Not because I'm against the vaccine, but because I want politicians who put personal freedom ahead of almost everything. It's interesting to me that this headline is perceived by whoever wrote it as if the politicians are stupid for prioritizing personal freedom over vaccine mandates. The lead is about the protesters who, and here goes Haley B. Miller again with her loaded verbiage, swarmed the state house. Oh, she didn't run out of loaded attack verbs on Josh Mandel. She saved a couple in her holster to unleash them on politicians who prioritize personal freedom. Those nasty Horrible, freedom and liberty-loving politicians. Let's get rid of them. That's the attitude of Haley B. Miller. Uh, She quotes a community health professor at Ohio University. Wow, shocker, a leftist in Athens. Uh, She said, Beverly Berkeley, oh my goodness. Can you imagine how left a college professor named Berkeley is? Like, what else could you name your kid to... Uh, set them on a life's course to being a woke professor <laughs> other than Berkeley. Oh, what? Maybe Woodstock? Maybe her middle name is Woodstock. Berkeley Woodstock, friends. A community health professor at Ohio University. Talking about these horrible politicians who prioritize personal freedom. She says, this has led to unnecessary setbacks in the vaccination campaign and our ability to resume normal social life. There have been more disruptions than necessary. I got news for you, Berkeley. I'm calling you out on the fact that you're interested in resuming normal social life. I don't think you are. I don't think any of your ilk are. Uh, As of Sunday, roughly 60% of people ages 12 and up had received at least one dose of the vaccine. So let's do the math that they don't want you to do and won't ever acknowledge that is doable. And that is if you combine the 60% of the people who've had the vaccine with the number of people who have, and here I go again, spreading information that they'll label as misinformation. If you combine the 60% who've had a vaccine 
with those who had COVID naturally and recovered and have antibodies, where are we in the combined percentage of people with antibodies that would protect them from dying, not getting, but dying of COVID? We are above the percentage that they're trying to get to vaccine-wise. But they don't want to hear that. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.